We ready to drop this thing? Uh, Houston, uh, we are uh, ready. Okay, everybody, let's take it from the top. Atomic batteries to power. Four. Prepare for warp speed. Turbines to speed. Three. Standby transwarp drive. Two. Roger. Ready to move up. On my mark. One. Let's go. This is the Low Down Sports Show with Drew. Yes, sir. And BJ. Let's get at it. And it starts now. All right, here for another episode of the Low Down Sports Show. This show is brought to you by the Basketball Podcast Network, presented by DraftKings. I'm your host, Drew. And I'm BJ. And we're here to get the lowdown on all things basketball. Back once again for one of the final episodes of 2022 as we round out the year, BJ. It's gone Man, by so fast. It went by in a blink of an eye, my friend. I cannot believe we are just days away from Christmas and, and even you know just a few more days away from 2023. It, it feels like at, at times we should still be back at, in the university days and, and covering the, the Lions still. But Man. that's not the case. I mean, it's just amazing. You know, Thank you. In May, it'll have been five years since I got my uh, degree. Man, you're God getting old, Lord, I am getting, getting old. old five Man. years since you got your degree. I'm, I just hit the two-year mark out. You know, yeah. Two years and ten days ago from today's date as we record on a Thursday, the yeah. 22nd. So... Man, Man, time really is flying. It's crazy to think that mine was two years ago and that time's lickety split. And I think mm-hmm. two years ago, BJ, I wasn't even a broadcaster yet. No. Can no, I know. I, it's Man. It's been ridiculous for, I mean, you know, all, all, all things considered, obviously a lot of, of um, you know, blessings have been bestowed upon us both. And it's just amazing when you think about how, like, it feels like it wasn't more than yesterday. But mm-hmm. in reality, it's been five years almost. And, and so... But I'm not complaining. It just it kind of just boggles your mind. Yeah, the older we get, the faster it goes by. It's crazy. You know, we were going yeah. through. Uh, we won't. We won't get on this. I was we'll just saying. I was just saying. Yeah, yeah. We 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 got plenty of time, especially when you know I got like a a birthday coming up here pretty soon, and then so that really does kind of hit home. When, you know how old and how much older than I I am than I actually feel. <laughs> Getting old. Uh, All right, ladies and gentlemen, today, full show on tap for you as we round out 2022 in the second to last week of the year. And uh, we got some basketball Hall of Fame to talk about, some new candidates, class of 2023, people eligible. Got to let you know about them, talk about those candidates. Uh, Also got BJ's Best, what's on Drew's mind. And also talking those NBA Christmas Day games that are just a few days away as we have a Sunday Christmas special of some big-time games going on. And I can't wait for it. Getting ready for that NBA Christmas Day commercial as well. Uh, BJ, we'll talk about I'll I'll bring up a legendary Christmas commercial later. Oh, I think I know where you're going with it. We'll see which one you like. Uh, And somebody bought the Phoenix Mercury and the Phoenix Suns. We'll let you know. Something to talk about there, yeah. With it acquitted, of course, on tap as well. So, ladies and gentlemen, when BJ is ready, we'll get it going. Oh, let's do it, Drew. Oh, oh I think he's ready. All right. I'm ready. I'm ready. It. Hall of Fame, Naismith Memorial Basketball Hall of Fame announced the list of eligible candidates for the class of 2022, or, or sorry, 2023, including several high-profile first-time nominees, including champion Pal Gasol. Former MVP, legend, and champion, Dirk Nowitzki. Former legend, champion, Tony Parker, Greg Popovich. Former champion, legend, finals MVP, Dwayne Wade. And the 1976 U.S. Olympic women's basketball team. Uh, A first look at the eligible nominees was provided by NBA Today on ESPN. Uh, hosted by Malika Andrews, Richard Jefferson, and Chenea Gumake, Kendrick Perkins, and Zach Lowe. A complete list of eligible candidates can be found right here as I'm going to – I just read it to you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, did, did, well, I see, did I see um, – did I also see Becky Hammond's name on there? Read, yeah, I read you some. This It's a long list of the eligible mm-hmm. people, so we've got mm-hmm. the whole list of uh, the eligible North American men. 
women's nominations, international veterans, uh, women's veterans, uh, contributor. I mean, there's there's a lot of people. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a lot That's of people. A, we'll be lot. here yeah. for a while, so I'll just kind of hop through some some notable names that are uh, you know eligible for mm-hmm. the upcoming class. So, Chauncey Billups. Yeah. Joey Crawford, referee. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michael Finley. That's a yeah. name that uh, makes Mark Jackson. That, yeah. Um, you look at uh, someone like a uh, player from Texas A and M, Jim Loranga. Yeah, and you mentioned Becky Hammond. Yeah. Kim did you mention Sean Marion? I uh, did not. I missed him. I guess. Oh, Ro- there he is. Yeah, Sean yeah. Marion on there. And Ro- Roly Massimino. Dick right. Mata, another uh, Maverick connection there. Doug Collins. Yeah. Jim Phelan, Bo Ryan are some, some big names there. Oh, yeah. Got a good Kim, amount. Kim Mulkey, of... Kim Mulkey is yeah. eligible. Mentioned Kim Mulkey. Yeah. And yeah, Gary Blair. A, yeah. Yeah. A lot, of, a lot of good names on here, but those are some of the most uh, notable. Mm-hmm of the ones that are on there, eligible candidates that we know are pretty much, pretty much shoe ins for the most part. Um, but yeah, big time names on this list, just from the ones we mentioned directly, BJ, that you heard of before we got to this big list, mm-hmm. uh, Pal Gasol, Dirk, Tony Parker, Popovich, and D Wade, along with that mm-hmm. women's uh, basketball team from 1976. What do you think mm-hmm. about those high profile nominees? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, I, I saw this list. And I'm like, you know, if this is all the nominees, then, uh, you know, I, I can't see anybody getting snubbed. But now that I see there's a whole a huge list, even more so, um, it'll be it'll be different. There will be some that will will we'll miss out. But I, I imagine regardless of where they go, there will be some some it'll be a, a star studded class. Drew, this is a lot of talent, a lot of uh, big name, you know, players and, and coaches especially if, if Parker and Popovich go in together, you know, the, the what made those Spurs teams cool. that won the, the championships those the, uh, throughout the late 2000s and early 2010s. So formidable, you know, they had Tony, Tony Duncan uh, or Tim Duncan. I don't, I said, <laughs> Combined I said, I there. was saying Tony Parker and, and Tim Duncan and Not I got the two. I know I put the two of them together <laughs> uh, without meaning to, but you had Tim Duncan. He's already in the hall of fame. You had Mono Ginobili already in the Hall of Fame. And then Tony Parker and all three of the big three in San Antonio were coached by Greg Popovich. And so they all deserve to go in. And, and you know, this is the last kind of, you know, the last two names that we were waiting on. And it would be just – it would mean a whole lot to to the state of Texas basketball-wise for, for those two to get in as well as, I mean – you're you're not going to leave Dirk Nowitzki out. He's a top five player all time in terms of scoring his his contributions to the game and and opening up you know for for Germans especially and what he's meant to the city of Dallas. It's it's going to be a huge class, especially just when you talk yeah. about the state of Texas. Becky Hammond, a lot yeah. of years in San Antonio as well, not just with yeah. uh, the Spurs but also with the Silver Spurs, um, Stars. Silver Stars. I I. Anyway, it's it's been one of those kind of days. I, I blame the cold. Drew. I blame good. the cold. No, you're, we, we get, you're good. Get, getting me tongue tied. And it um, would be quite the run for Becky too. You know, coming yeah. into the WNBA, getting the championship coach First of the year, year, and then before the next season starts, boom, enshrined into the Naismith Hall of Fame. Absolutely, Crazy. and I think this Man. is just for her her attributes as a player, but yes, certainly can't uh, certainly can't fault her adding the the championship in her first year as a head coach. And, and that'll be mm-hmm. nice addition to her plaque when she does get in the hall of fame, whether it's this year or not, but she'll probably go in as both player and coach at some point you'd expect. Yeah. Um, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be very interesting to keep an eye on that. And Dwayne Wade is a lock. I, I cannot imagine that Dwayne Wade is going to miss out in his first yeah. year of eligibility out of the names that we talked about, like, you know, one name that I was kind of surprised, but I'm not, at the same time, and and this would be if if any of those big name, you know, players that you mentioned were going to miss out the first year, I think it would be Paul Gasol, and I don't think he's not going to make it. Nah, anything. Man, but nah. when you talk about how much, like how the level of how many candidates and where they are on the all time ranks in this class, you know, it, it it's kind of like you're trying to find so many spots to to play 
you know, put names on your ballot to vote for. And Paul Gasol would be near the bottom of it, and he might not make it for for some of these others. It, it's going to be very tough. I don't I, I think know. I make think it. I think Powell's right it. on in there, man. I mean, you know, there's their arguments that he he could have been the Finals MVP for mm-hmm. for 2010. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And yeah. you know, he's the re- and Kobe said it himself that you know Powell was the reason that they won that series because I mean, yeah. he he pretty much he went nuclear. He played amazing basketball. Oh, yeah. and, Oh you know, yeah, you know, just two-time champ, you know, dominant guy in his Grizzlies days, um, yeah. you know, real stable for the Lakers championship I'm not saying I don't runs. think he belongs in there, and I'm not saying I don't think he'll get in there. I'm just saying when you look at the rest of the names, everything like that, it's it's when you're looking at it, it's not like it's not he doesn't belong there. I'm not saying that. It's just you know I, I want to prioritize getting these in these these guys, and and then you know of course like a Becky Hammond that 1976 team that you mentioned as well. And, and so I know it's different committees and they vote on different things. I'm just curious as to like how many votes they're allowed and, and you know, how many names are already kind of, you know, already locked in on these ballots. Right. So that, that's where it'll be interesting to come down to and watch when the voting is announced. And we'll, we'll find out around, uh, the end of college basketball season, will we not? Who is going to? Yeah, be? the entire class of 2023, including those selected by the direct elect committees, will be unveiled during the NCAA Final Four in Houston on Saturday, April 1st. Is that a joke? Oh, no. <laughs> Man, I hope there, it's that's, not. <laughs> that's a terrible day to be having. There's going to be all kinds of jokes. Like there might be some fake reveals yeah. or something. Maybe, uh, maybe they'll televised. leak it the night before or something like that so that maybe. they can get. Uh, that might be a good idea. Be, a press release on the first April because it says day. it's going to come out at 10 a.m. Central, 11 Eastern. So I mean, it could mm-hmm. be just because of possible leakage, they could drop it at midnight or something. I don't know, or a fake yeah. one would drop at midnight. Oh my goodness, <laughs> too many possibilities there. Yeah, but, I was just uh, saying, it, let's let's get our April Fool's jokes ready. Who who do you want to put into the Hall of Fame? Uh, that that's obviously not going to get it. <laughs> yeah, and uh, Airbud Air get Airbud get your vote too. The enshrinement would begin at the Mohegan Sun on Friday, August 11th, with tip-off celebration and awards gala, followed by the enshrinement ceremony on Saturday, August 12th at Springfield's Historic Symphony Hall. There you go. Full down Absolutely. There. Good stuff. There's a lot of, you know, big names on this, and it's it's going to be very interesting to see um, who all gets in. It, it's going to be – I think it's going to be a huge class, Drew, and I'm not going to be a bit surprised – if we're you're talking double digits again, I think we talked about this last year, and there there's it's going to be double digit inductees again. Yeah, it definitely is possible, BJ. A lot of talented people here going into the Hall of Fame. Um, just a, a marvelous class. And, Absolutely. And now, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for BJ's best. Well, thank you, Drew. Well, it is, uh, you know, it is uh, just a couple days short of Christmas here as we record on a Thursday, three days away now on December the 22nd. And Drew, I uh, I was inspired because of the weather today. I, I don't know if you kind of saw this in uh, your neck of the woods. We'll, we'll, we'll get a, uh, we'll, we'll tell here in just a moment. But for me, at least, I was kind of, you know, lethargic today. I didn't really go out and do anything because it was so stinking cold, Drew. It was in the low 20s. And even right now, as we record live, it is 16 degrees. Um, And I just, I cannot remember the last time that we had flurries this close to Christmas. I, I think it's been at least a decade. And so I wanted to go back and check and sure enough, my hunch was right. It has been 10 years since the last time we had uh, flurries and snow on Christmas. And obviously, mm. it's not Christmas today, but I don't know if you remember this, but uh, I do not. <laughs> on Christmas Day 2012 here in North Texas, uh, the uh, National Weather Service uh, noticed that a strong upper level system and cold front first brought hail producing thunderstorms to the region. Then a winter weather event that included snow and sleet. So a lot of hail and occasionally some uh, slightly larger hail. It it says a lot of pea-sized hail. Um, Greatest concentration of heavy snow was in western Denton County and Collin County. Four to six inches of snow 
fell on Christmas Day in 2012 in those counties. Also, isolated locations that received four to six inches of snow in Parker, Grayson, Fannin, Hunt, and Emory counties. So, a lot of a uh, lot of areas in the North Texas area on uh, Christmas Day 2012 was the last time that we had a white Christmas, if you will, with, with snowfall on Christmas Day. So I was curious as to uh, looking back at some of the history of that. On two th- In 2009, uh, Christmas Eve, there was rare blizzard-like conditions that impacted areas of the Metroplex. Uh, some locations received as much as nine inches of snow up around uh, northwest of the Metroplex. You go to Jacksboro, Bowie, and northwestern Cook County, um, and portions of Highway 287 between Decatur and Wichita Falls were impassable uh, Christmas Eve to Christmas morning as a result of that. At DFW Airport, they recorded three inches of snow, which was the first measurable snowfall on record on Christmas Eve. It was back in 2009. Uh, going back a few years earlier, 2004, up to two inches of snow fell across most of north central Texas. That was actually today's date. Uh, so it's been almost 20 years. It was 18 years ago that uh, snow in uh, much of the north central Texas area fell. And uh, the greatest totals actually approached four inches near Stephenville and east of the Sherman and Denison areas. So. You know, a couple other times while we've been alive, few snow flurries across north central Texas on Christmas Eve 20 years ago in 2002. Mm. Uh, heavy rain and then freezing rain uh, impacted Texas and, and uh, the DFW area between December 25th and 27th in 2000. And in 97 and 98, snow mixed with rain fell on Christmas night in 97 and freezing rain, sleet, and snow fell in many areas of the Metroplex on December the 23rd of 1998. Wintery precipitation continued in Christmas Eve. Icy patches remained through the region on through Christmas Day. So it's it's not as rare as it might feel, but it's been a while since we've had, you know, kind of snow flurries here in the Metroplex, at least 10 years until today, because I can... I didn't take any pictures or anything like that, but I, I saw outside my house earlier today, there were definitely flurries that were falling and, and the wind was blowing them all around and, and just, it, it didn't stick or anything like that. It was too warm yesterday for any accumulation, but honestly, I'm okay with that. Drew. I don't know about you, yeah. but driving on ice is not fun. I, I've had to do that before and it's just, it's never ideal. No, not at all. And yeah, it wasn't sticking. Uh, it was going out there. It was just, it was mm-hmm. snowing for sure, though. It was snowing pretty good. Like, yeah, you could see clear, uh, snowflakes for a bit. Um, but uh, it was beautiful. It was beautiful yeah. to see. It just, it, it was like, yeah, I'm not doing anything today. <laughs> I only wish it would have stuck just for photography purposes. Yeah, but I didn't see it. I didn't get to be out enough in it to get you know go out and get the pictures I want. And, and stuff like that. But yeah. uh, new purposes as snow comes around nowadays to take pictures of it instead yeah. of playing it. It's way too cold. Maybe. Well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you this, Drew. You know, the past couple of years, it's been late January and early February that we've had like snowfall here in this area. And, and that's usually what we're accustomed to. We normally get the like the really severe, the heavier like chances for that later on in winter. It's usually not this early into the, the winter season that we get you know, snow in this area. So yeah. that's something to keep an eye on. The past two years we've had, obviously earlier this year, we were, we had some snow it kind of, you know, uh, prohibited you from, from going too far for a couple of days. And then last year was just that, that week that will always be referred to around these parts as snow Mageddon. Mm-hmm. So, um, so if you're, you know, probably going to get another chance, uh, I would think before we get into the spring for you to get some pictures of snow. I'm hope sure. so we might wake up with some snow who knows i'm it's sure of it pretty Drew, I'm cold sure tonight. Of it. yeah but so. you know there might be some snow on uh in some other areas drew especially those uh some mm. of those ga- those places that are going to be hosting some of those christmas day games ah right? yes yeah we'll, we'll talk about those games here in just a moment yes indeed yes indeed
But that is BJ's best. Ah, a wonderful BJ's best. Very Christmassy. A very. It's a very festive day, as you can tell you from go. the the oh, way yeah. that the poof ball hat here. And he came in all Sandy Claws. So yeah. Yes, sir. Well, but why are you the Grinch? Why are you feeling like stealing I don't Christmas? Know. I just no, I didn't know what to, I didn't know what to pick. <laughs> <laughs> I came in and I saw your Sandy Claws, and I was like, ah, oh, I don't know which way to go with this. <laughs> I was like ah, the Grinch. I do. I do like the in the emphasizing the in the Grinch. I was gonna be Uncle Scrooge, but I was like, ah, nah, <laughs> that's not as cool. I don't know. I don't know. I like. Oh that. man, that's good. Uh, that's some good stuff. Yeah. And, uh, you know, plenty yeah. of we talked about basketball Hall of Famers, you know, yeah. NBA season heating up. You know, we say this week in and week out, week out. It's actually probably chilling down as it's heating. Uh, is it yeah, cooling off say, now? We, we, we want it's the like, season to heat us up because it's so cold yeah. outside. Drew. Yeah, My yeah, goodness. yeah. That's what we need. There are some Hall of Famers out playing on Christmas Day this year, BJ. Mm-hmm. Make sure you guys check that out. There's still so many unknown uh potential so much unknown potential in the games coming up on christmas day and i mean we didn't know whether the Mavs were going to even win last night that was that was yeah, enough but that was a whole really bunch of, close game yeah. whole bunch of whole bunch of games on christmas that you can Ooh. go out and get your bets in on when i'm looking to get on uh in on the action bj i bet with DraftKings sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the nba new customers can bet just five dollars Pre-game money line on NBA on any NBA team to win their game and get one hundred and fifty dollars in free bets if they do. Yeah, that's right, Drew. Obviously, we've got those big games coming up on Sunday. We'll talk a little bit more about those from a betting angle here in just a moment. But before you do, if you're looking to go into Christmas Day with some money in your pocketbook, maybe you look at the Mavericks as a favorite on the road in Houston. They're going to obviously play that game on. Friday night, and then they'll be at home for the Lakers on Christmas Day. Also, other games that you might want to uh, tune into a really good matchup between Milwaukee and Brooklyn in store. I think I'm going to take the Nets. I think I'm going to go with the Nets. They've been playing really hot uh, oh, yeah. at home, especially here in the last couple of days. I'm going to take them as the home favorite. I'm, I'm going to put my money where my mouth is. And then, of course, that huge matchup everybody's looking forward to tomorrow night in Phoenix between the Grizz and the Suns. And I think the Grizzlies bounce back after that thumping they took in Denver just the other night. So if you're looking for some of BJ's best bets, maybe you go that way. Hey. But here's what you do, Drew. To In order to do the same thing that I'm going to do, you can go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app, place a same-game parlay. Everyone that places a same-game parlay can up, earn up to a 100% boost with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. You combine multiple bets, like which team's going to win. I just told you. Maybe you should look into some of those bets. Total number of rebounds that the teams will accumulate. And more. The more legs you add, the bigger the boost, the bigger your shot to win big. And who doesn't like a big win as a huge stocking stuffer this Christmas? Yes, indeed. Download the app now. Sign up with code TBPN. Place a $5 pregame money line bet on any NBA team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. That's code TBPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. All right, Drew. Well, we're not quite ready to talk about those Christmas Day matchups, but we will here in a moment. But first, we've got to find out What's on Drew's mind, or should I say, what's on the Grinch's mind today? Have you been uh, slinking around looking for uh, some who pudding and roast beast to uh, take out of the who's ice boxes? Well, BJ, what's on my mind today? Not the Grinch, but Drew. There's a couple of things this time around. First, it's Salt Bay. Salt Are you familiar? Bay. With salt the, bay. the meme where the the guy that just drops the salt on the yes uh, both okay. I mean he is the meme yes okay it's the same that, yes so that's his meme okay yes yes gotcha salt bay salt did bay. you know that he was at the World Cup I did not know that Drew I uh, must have missed that did you know that he also was on the field at the World Cup oh I had no idea man did you also know that he took a picture with Messi. And held the World Cup trophy. 
Man, he sounds like he's got some clearances that you and I don't. Did you also know that he wasn't supposed to do any of that? <laughs> well, I was kind of thinking, like, wait. And he is he... hereby banned from the 2023 World Cup final? <laughs> from, the, from the U.S. Open Cup? <laughs> wow. So he, he, doesn't get to, he doesn't get to come to America for, for the 2026 one, then, huh? And he is currently un, in, under investigation for all of that? <laughs> Everything wow. being on the field, uh, is, he looks like he has a credential around his neck. If you've seen the uh, the pictures of him, but if you look and like I've seen a, uh, one of the other pictures, and it's the one that says he's he's banned, I believe. No, it's a picture mm-hmm. with Messi here. It's just purple, like it doesn't have anything else on it. It's just it's just well, purple. That, it doesn't not, have that's, anything. That's not on him. Then somebody needs to do a better job making sure that his clearance checks out right who's not doing their job in qatar (laughs) and bleacher report just a couple of hours ago said fifa is investigating how salt bay and others there are others i guess gained quote undue access to the pitch after the world cup final the popular chef took photos with argentina players while holding the world cup trophy and fifa states the trophy can only be held by a quote very select group of people Mm. Well, okay. Let me let me ask this. You know, they they just had the the celebratory parade in Argentina a couple days ago. Mm-hmm. If the team decides, like, yeah, we want to let this person hold it at the trophy parade celebration type deal in their home country, how's FIFA exactly going to regulate that? Or is it just who who who's allowed to hold it at the official, like, at the end of the mm-hmm. World Cup final? Uh, I don't know. I'm getting okay. caught up in the memes uh, underneath and in the comments. Oh my uh, goodness! One person was just saying, "Dude was literally cringy the entire time and ruined the moment." Uh, somebody said, "FIFA top hustlers are going to be like," and it's a picture of Chris Tucker from Friday where he says, "You didn't put in on this, man." And then somebody said, this is like if I went back to my high school and held the state championship trophy when I didn't even play high school football. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say that that's, uh, you know, I've gotten lucky enough that, uh, you know, I I got to hold the the Division II National Championship that A&M Commerce won five years ago now here. Just a couple days ago, in fact, if I'm not mistaken. Oh yeah, um, I did get to hold that up, uh, and and I have a picture of that. In fact, that's for the longest time has been my uh, profile picture over on Twitter. But BJ, you didn't walk on the football field no. when they won the Natty, no, grab and the hold trophy, it up and be then. like, no. "Yeah, <laughs> Commerce, this is for you." Yeah, no, I didn't do anything like yeah. that. Or just enough, go take but... pictures with Carthel, be like, "Yeah." Like you know, like you're like you're yeah. Tim and you hired him or something, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And Salt Bay is on the field with his what looks like a fake credential and his picture with this other Argentina player. I'm sorry, I don't know his name. Um, he's the the golden. Medal. He's got the he's got a he's got the medal in his mouth. He's got the man's medal in his mouth in this picture. Like, talk oh, about no. doing the most and then that's that's yeah that's a, that's a that's bit what too he much. Did. That's too that's much. He that's a bit over over the top there so, so salt bay he 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 made his way onto what's on drew's mind today as, as a as a one b slide <laughs> in here or a bonus yeah. i should yeah. say well, um salt, salt bay is uh salt banned from yeah, there you go from uh, for the u.s yeah. world cup so that's that's funny what else is on your mind though and who knows what else is going to happen to him after whatever investigation findings yeah uh, what else is on my mind bj that's a good question it's Christmas. Okay. Of course. Okay. Three Makes days sense. away from Christmas as we mm-hmm. record on a Thursday, as always. Three days away, two days from when this drops. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as we get older, BJ, it doesn't seem as Christmassy for yeah. us. Maybe because we're not in the house with our families. So you know, our moms have, you know, things dressed up. And it's the Christmas vibes for, you yeah. know, at least a full month. Or if you're a parent, you know, that sets it up right after Halloween. You know, you get it for two full months, Christmas yeah. tree and all the work. Yeah. You know? So, but it's just not, it's not the same when you get older. And especially like if you're out mm-hmm. living by yourself, you know, you're a single guy like myself. What am I yeah. putting up a tree for? I'm not hosting Christmas in my house. Yeah, so exactly. I don't have a, so I don't have the big Christmas tree posted up. I don't have a stocking sitting mm-hmm. in here. You know, I'm not pouring up no eggnog. I'm not doing uh, any 
uh, hot cocoa and marshmallows with the fam bam and my PJs or anything. I'm just, yeah. a, I'm just a, a doing, just, just yeah. a doing. It's you know? just it's just normal life. It's just right. oh, it happens to be the the week before Christmas. Yeah, I right. can understand that. Right, and my Santa hats are even at my mom's. So I, I don't even have them with me. You know? I, like I borrowed this one from I borrowed this one from my mom. So yeah, so it just changes. It changes that we as we get older, and yeah. we get away sometimes. Well, I don't want to. Let me let me backpedal. Christmas. There's a lot of things that uh, people gravitate to for traditions within Christmas. Does your family have any traditions that you guys do each and every Christmas? Used to. Uh, It's been, it's been really, really tough for, you know, past few years. Uh, When we lost my grandma, it was kind of tough for us to want to do the same traditions that, you know, meant so much. And so what we kind of did for the big holidays is we, we tried to do something different and that became the tradition. And then even then that hasn't been the same, you know, I lost my granddad last year. And so it's kind of, you know, even doing something different now we can't go and do that because that has doesn't feel the same without him being there. So it's, it's kind of been the past couple of years uh, this year, especially and in last year, I should say um, have been uniquely different. Um, Last year we weren't even here at the house. Uh, and this year we're not going to be either. So it's kind of, kind of, you know, getting away from, you know, the, the normal feel of things, but it, it's, it's good kind of different We're we're, we're making some new traditions as we go. And there are a lot of different traditions. Some families make up their own. Some carry on with the ones they've learned from, from, you know, shows or brought down from their families that they just learned from their parents and and so on. Mm -hmm. And I just want to go through a list of some popular, supposedly popular, they are Mm -hmm. Christmas traditions in the U.S. and and see if these, you know, stick uh, in your proverbial christmas calendar or christmas okay. time calendar yeah, absolutely every year whether whether it be solo or with a fan band yeah it's okay. funny because actually this year we're we're trying we're going to plan to try to do uh like make some stuff that we haven't made in such a long time for this christmas like this will be the first year that we've attempted to make some of the christmas specialties that we had done in the past so it'll be interesting to to uh to answer these all right. Well, here's here's a common one that you probably do, and mm-hmm. you've I believe you've talked about one of these already. Okay. And that's watch a Christmas movie. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I yeah. feel like this is one definitely everybody can get with no matter what. And and it didn't. I mean, you know, depend depending upon what movie. Like I we've, I, I would say over the course of this week we've watched about you know four or five of the different Christmas you know staples, if you will. And then, you know, that doesn't include my mom, who seemingly at times when I'm not around will have the Hallmark channel on 24-7, it feels like, uh, which isn't exactly my jam. But that's nothing wrong with that for, for her if that's what she wants to do. So, And BJ, I've got a list of the top performing Christmas movies based on ticket sales. Okay. Here. I'm going to go from 10 to 1 here. All right. Number 10, four Christmases. Okay. Number nine, the Santa Claus Two. Gotcha. Number eight, the Nutcracker and the Four Realms. Number seven, the Santa Claus One, the the original. Mm-hmm. Number six, the Holiday. Number five, Elf. Yeah. Number four, the Polar Express. Oh yeah. Number three, A Christmas Carol. Number two, Doctor Seuss's How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Mm-hmm. And number one, the Grinch. Yeah, that makes sense. Is the so the the one that's uh, the number one is is the most recent, the one that uh, Illumination did, right? Yes. Okay, I I thought so. It's interesting that that one's the top performing one of all time, but I think it's because it's a family movie and it's more recent. And I mean, you can never underestimate how big the the Illumination effect has been for the for the box office. So. And next up, Christmas tradition, of course, most people do this, and, you know, unless those special cases, set up a Christmas tree. Yeah. 
I don't have a life-size Christmas tree, but my mom actually recently brought me a small one, which if you've seen my Snapchat already, mm -hmm. BJ, then it's on there. Yeah. And if not, here's another one that's on there and lit. This little I one. Love just, I love it. I love it. That's so cute. Lit. Yeah. This little desktop one. So my desk is festive over here. So we've got some Christmassy vibes while I'm over here doing my thing. I um, love it. Good stuff. Next up, string up home and yard decorations. So Christmas lights and then Christmas props and blow ups and things. I've seen quite a few out in Sulphur Springs. Do you guys have any Christmas lights or decorations, BJ? We used to put up lights, no decorations. Even uh, that's one of the things that we haven't done in the past couple of years because it hadn't felt the same. Right. So, so, but we're we're one of the. We're one of the few on our, our street that doesn't actually, which is funny, but my mom was talking about maybe getting one of those like laser lights for next year that she could just put in the yard and like drive all the cats crazy because it's just pointing, you know, like red and green on the house and laser. Yeah. So another tradition, which we, I, my family hasn't done this. We don't, ha we haven't, we never had one, I believe. That's mm -hmm. hang the mistletoe. No. Yeah, that's not one of those as common things, I don't believe. I think I think that I think there's there's too many jokes that can be made if, if you want to yeah. hang up the mistletoe. Gotta be all lovey dovey for that. Yeah. <laughs> Host or join a Christmas dinner. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, aside from like the regular like Christmas dinner, I think this means like, you know, uh like with friend groups or something. Maybe I don't we know. Used, we you know used everybody to, has you know dinner on Christmas. Yeah, so we I used to. We used to host, um, and then we we've kind of just joined the past couple of years. Right. So, been there. Uh, bake Christmas cookies and decorate gingerbread houses. This is definitely one of those friend group things. I see a lot of people mm -hmm. on my Snapchats and Instagrams doing this with their friend groups from college and or high school. Uh, mostly college um, and uh, you know, just getting together and, you know, they have friends giving. So they do things mm -hmm. like this to make these houses, take pictures, whatever, yeah. just as a tradition thing. And I personally never been a part of any of them. I think it would be cool just yeah. to see what the experience would be like. And I've, I've done gingerbread houses in the past. They always end up being so messy. Yeah. Uh, it seems so, like it would be, and I'm not yeah. artistic like that. It would no. be ugly. <laughs> yeah. No, it's just like, I mean, once you put it together, it's, especially when I was a kid, it's like, okay, now it's time to like want to pick it apart and start eating it. And then, yeah. you know, they, they, you get the slap on the wrist. They say, Don't do that. So. Right. I'm here like, this is how y'all play with y'all food? Okay. <laughs> uh, exchange gifts. Of mm -hmm. course. Yeah, you got absolutely. a Christmas tree up there. Probably presents under it. And somebody's yep. probably opening mm -hmm. them. Yeah, somebody probably got them for you, and you probably got some for someone else. Oh, I, 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 I made the joke the other day. I said I'll never financially recover from this Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> That's how much I've been spending on on yeah. gifts for everybody. So I just got a a cool gift for my mom. She's not going to check out this episode in time, I don't think. So yeah, um, uh, I just got her a gift, a little canvas picture of her and her soon to be uh, husband, and mm -hmm. uh, just got it from Walmart and. Uh, you know, it, it looks good, you know, but I was indecisive on on how I wanted it. You know, the original orientation was to be like this, mm -hmm. you know, the straight this way vertical. Yeah. I changed it to horizontal and, you know, the canvas kind of wraps. So mm -hmm. it like, you know, kind of got their forehead wrapped at the top and then Ooh. like the hands at the bottom. So like it's a good picture still in mm -hmm. the front of it, but like it's not the whole thing like I wanted. Yeah. But if I would if I would have done it vertical, it would have looked just fine kind of, but yeah. it still looks good but and, and they'll still like it i think but yeah, you know, oh, yeah. It, went, it went from being like an a plus gift in my mind to like a c minus so oh man I hey, like, you oh, know what you're you're being too hard on yourself i because am, I am it's the thought that counts and she's gonna yes. love it regardless yeah. because you did it something nice for her i'm not gonna say what uh what, what i've got in store for my mom but i've got something i think that's gonna be pretty nice that i think she'll really like and I'll have to I'll have to let you know uh, what the reaction is going to be after the aftermath. So heck yeah, because cool. I know she can hear me. I mean she she's <laughs> yeah. over in the other room, but right can't be can't be sneaking ears in on your Christmas present. 
Yeah, I don't want to do that. It was bad enough while I was trying to wrap some stuff the other day. She was bringing stuff in. I was like, hey, no peeking. And she's like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. But, BJ, that's what's on Drew's mind today. Awesome stuff. Awesome stuff, Drew. I mean, it's perfect because we've been talking about it, and it ties right in to our next topic with the NBA's Christmas Day games. So Christmas on your mind. For with good reason. Um, so here are the matchups, Drew, that are coming up on Sunday that we will be talking about. The uh, one of the early games is actually uh, one of the best games uh, here. Seemingly, there, there's a, there's something to really like about all of these games. Uh, you know, with, with certain few exceptions, but we'll, we'll start with the first game up. That'll be on ABC starting at 11 a.m. Central. So that's a noon Eastern kick. Uh, well, not kick, but tip-off, I should say. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> with the Philadelphia 76ers traveling to Madison Square Garden to take on the New York Knicks, who until just the other night, Drew, were the hottest team in the NBA. They had won eight straight games. That now is over, finito, complete. But they're still a really good team. Um Drew, you know, this is this is looking like it's going to be a really good matchup for, for once, and, and we might actually have a really decent game in New York on Christmas Day. Yeah, Nick's finally surging, and it took 52 points from Pascal Siakam to mm-hmm. end that eight-game winning streak. So yeah. the Knicks are playing really good basketball. Uh, the 76ers are as well. Uh, I don't yeah. think they're going to get Maxi back in time for this, but it's still going to be a good game nonetheless between both teams. So that's a good way to kick off. Uh, the basketball action. Uh, who you got in that one, BJ? I'm going to go with Philly. I'll go with the Knicks because just to be a little bit different, uh, mm-hmm. I, I think that, uh, you know, Knicks have been playing some really good basketball right now. As you mentioned, it took, uh, you know, Pascal Siakam breaking 50. And I know the Sixers can, you know, they got a couple of guys that can go for 50 at any time if they're playing well. I just think the New York's defense is what's going to be the difference maker. I'll take the Knicks in the garden to win at home. Uh, the next game up is uh, right after that game. It's also on ABC. It will be between the Los Angeles Lakers and our Dallas Mavericks. It's going to be interesting to watch LeBron and Luca square off on Christmas Day, Drew. Man, what is this thing with LeBron versus my team all the time? I just <laughs> It's been happening for 11 years, and I just... Yeah. Yeah, I just can't win. Um, no, you know, but the Mavs sure can against the Lakers here, especially since they don't have Anthony Davis. Mm-hmm. It would take a really good night from not only LeBron but uh, Westbrook as well. Yeah. And we're just—I I don't know. We'll have to see. Depends on what Mavericks show up. So I think I think that'll be a really good game too. But yeah. two teams that are trying to figure themselves out in the midst of everything. Mavs at five hundred, Lakers a little bit below. Uh, Luca vying for an MVP, LeBron, a former MVP, you know, Luca's going to be going at Braun like yeah. he always does when they play each other going at his favorite player, which is kind of crazy, but yeah, Luca versus LeBron on Christmas. That's so that's super dope. Um, yeah, it's, this it's, is the it's, second time that I've had LeBron versus the Mavs on Christmas it happened 10 years ago. Yeah, that's right. And I think the Mavericks won that game. Did they not? I don't remember, actually. You know, it's been so long, I can't yeah. remember either. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be interesting, Drew. I think what's going to be determining, because the Mavs have been at 500 seemingly all year, they cannot really get going one way or the other. So I think if you're Dallas and you want to win on Christmas, you might need to lose at Houston. I know that sounds like terrible, but it seems like whatever they've got going, they play much better after a loss than they do after a win. So you would think that they would like to get a winning streak going, and that would be, you know, potentially start on the road in Houston. I don't know if that's necessarily the case, Drew. It's, it's been really weird seeing the Mavs in this funk. Hopefully, you know, that win in Minnesota uh, the other night is what kind of rights the ship and they can really get that winning streak going. And, and, you know, by the time we get to next week's episode, maybe they'll have three or four game winning streak coming in. Well, PJ, I'm going to go with the Lakers in this one. The road team wins again on Christmas day Oof. over the Mavs. I'm going to disagree. I'm going to be a homer. I'll just just there to be different. Go. I'm going to take Mavericks. I think Luca and company are going to have some high flying uh, spectacular stuff in store on Christmas Day. I may I mainly say this BJ because I know because you these... want to be wrong. 
Well, no. <laughs> Lakers versus Mav tickets were up there. So mm-hmm. I feel like it's going to end up being like that playoff game where the tickets went up and only the only the big-pocketed folks will be there and us rowdy Mavs fans will be watching from home so we won't get to shake up the AAC and, and get that dub. For, oh, I, 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 I don't think that'll be. We'll I see. think it, there'll be a lot of – I think there'll be some Laker fans there for sure. I, I know there'll be a lot of MFFLs there, though, and I think that it'll be a really good – Really good fan base. But, buddy, this in, next matchup. How about the next matchup? It's a uh, leader oh, of the East. A really great matchup in store uh, from a couple the of TD MVP candidates. Yeah, Giannis Antetokounmpo and Jason Tatum square off as Milwaukee travels to Boston to take on the Celtics, Bucks, and Celtics. And this really does feel like another matchup that could really go either way. This is going to be a fantastic one to watch. Yes, indeed. I'm going to be locked in on this one. I better be good and buzzed at this point, BJ. (laughs) Ready for this jam-packed action. Jason Tatum versus Giannis. Oh, man. I hope Middleton's going to be healthy and being able to play for for this game. That will add a good another dynamic to it. Mm -hmm. It's going to be fun. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Celtics to win this one at home. Finally, a home team wins on Christmas Day, on my side of things here. Uh, Boston Celtics take it uh, over the Milwaukee Bucks and assert their dominance on Christmas as they're probably making their way back to the finals potentially this year. I'm not trying to be obstinate, but this actually before you said that I thought I was going to be agreeing with you. I'm going to take Milwaukee. Uh, I'll go with the road team here. I think that it's going to be, uh, you know, I love, I know Giannis loves playing on Christmas. I think he always seems to have really good performances when the Bucks play on Christmas. And I think he's going to be the one that wins this game. I'm, I'm going to tip trust in, in Antetokounmpo. I'm going to take Milwaukee as the road team to win that matchup. Okay. The next to last game that is on Christmas Day features the Memphis Grizzlies and the Golden State Warriors. Obviously, this matchup has lost a little bit injury to Steph Curry that we talked about in last week's episode drew and you know the Warriors did get a win a, a one of the road win on that in that four game span that we were talking about but it's it's really tough to see them getting a victory in this contest I, I think Memphis is you know I think Memphis is really good they obviously had that really head scratching game that showed how good Denver can be at times but yeah. I don't think that Memphis won't have any problems in this game drew what say you Nope, not going to have any problems at all, BJ. I think we can both firmly agree on this one. This primetime matchup of the Grizz versus Warriors, and the Grizz will beat them down, probably similar to how the Nets just did the other night in near franchise record-breaking fashion. 91 points in the first half? Because it's going to be that easy against these guys without Curry because they just can't score unless, you know, some guys just have career nights, which Mm -hmm. it's just going to be hard. I mean, yeah. Grizzlies are nearly fully loaded, loaded, only missing, I believe, Desmond Bain. So, you know, and they're still potent when they're missing one of their best guys, as we know from last year when they were missing Ja, and yeah. la- and this year when they're missing uh, Bain, they've still been a really good team. So Grizzle, I'll put them away on Christmas. Give me the Grizz on the road. Yeah, absolutely, right there with you. And now the nightcap, the last game uh, that we'll be talking about on Christmas Day. And actually, Drew, if you're looking at the resale market, this is the cheapest game to get into on Christmas Day mm. out of all the matchups. And it's not a, a horrible matchup. I'm kind of surprised by that. You've got the Phoenix Suns traveling to Denver, the Mile High City, to take on the Nuggets. And, you know, when you've got the Nuggets trio that they've got with Murray and Barton and, uh, you know, on, on obviously Jokic, but Bones Highland in there as well. And then, obviously, Phoenix is still getting Chris Paul back. Devin Booker is, is going to have a phenomenal game. This really does feel like this one could go either way as well. Yeah, it could, BJ, but I just – I don't know. There's a lot of turmoil going on in Phoenix right now. We saw the videos of the team arguing, which we've seen teams mm-hmm. argue before, but we know the personal beef between Monty Williams and uh, DeAndre Ayton. We saw the – the finger pointing from the both of them. It's some personal beef in there. It's not good. Uh, Even though DeAndre Ayton is playing amazing this year, he's already had a 2020 game Mm -hmm. and the Suns are playing good basketball. I think the Nuggets in the mile high city 
take this one on Christmas and put away the Phoenix Suns as they figure themselves out. I went with uh, you in uh, last matchup, and I'm going with you again here. I've got three of the home teams and two of the road teams with Denver getting the win at home. I, I was really impressed with that performance I saw against Memphis just the other night. They looked just like miles above, no no pun intended, of course, but just miles, head and shoulders above the Grizzlies. And the Grizzlies, certainly not a bad team, Drew. Had an off night, obviously not having Desmond Bain really seemed to hurt. But Denver is a good team. Denver, one of the teams that's, you know, there, there's so many teams up there that are, you know, nobody's kind of pulled away in the Western Conference yet. And the Nuggets are right there around the top as well as the Suns. And it's going to be really interesting to see what happens in this one. But I'm, I'm going to trust Nikola Jokic. There's a reason why he's the two-time defending MVP. And I think he's going to make a play at the end of the game that's going to win it for Denver at home and send the Nuggets fans home with the dreams of Sugar Plum Fairies and a top seed in the Western Conference. Give me Denver. There you go, BJ. Good pick. Good pick. All right, yeah. So and that ter- is uh, that's what's in store. That's what's on Christmas Day, Drew. Yep, and to round out things, uh, we got to talk about a recent purchase, BJ. The yes, Phoenix we do. Mercury and the Phoenix Suns were bought by Matt Ishbia, if I'm, if I'm pronouncing his name right. I think so. He agrees to the Suns' purchase for a record $4 billion. Yeah. Uh, billionaire mortgage lender uh, Matt Ishbia has agreed to purchase the majority stake of the Phoenix Suns and the WNBA's Phoenix Mercury for a record price of $4 billion. Uh, Ish- Ishbia and current owner Robert Sarver announced this Tuesday the deal will end Sarver's tumultuous tenure. Uh, Ishbia is well-known and well-regarded within the league office, including with uh, Commissioner Adam Silver and has developed relationships with a number of NBA owners who will have to undergo a background check and a vote of approval from the Board of Governors, but that's expected to be a formality, sources said. So, BJ, what do you make of this news? Do you think it's going to be a good turnaround for the Suns and the Sun and Mercury, or or what? What do you what do you got here? I think this is really interesting, Drew. I, I think it'll be uh, I think it'll be solid purchase. Uh, what I what strikes me is that how quickly it all seemed to happen, Drew, and especially the, the big time number that stands out to you four billion dollars, which is the most paid for an NBA franchise. I know there's there's some of that that is um, for buying the Mercury as well, but obviously the headline is going to be for for the NBA team. Um, you know, it, it does strike me as you know as just rather fascinating how we were just a couple months ago, I think maybe less than three months ago was when uh, it was announced that the, the team was going to be up for sale. And, and, you know, you never know how long these things are going to take Drew. You know, there've been some instances of, of it taking years to find a potential buyer. And then within a couple months, just before the end of 2022, the the deal is pretty much in place and it is the second most expensive sale of, of a franchise in the year of 2022. Obviously, back in June, uh, the only one that tops it is the Denver Broncos deal that was for $4.65 billion. Um, this is just, you know, you talk about how much things have changed, Drew. In just short span of three years, the last time we saw an NBA team get sold, it was the Nets back in 2019. And that was only for... Two and a half billion. Yeah. So this is a, this is interesting. I think this is going to be a really good deal. Uh, Ishbia has been apparently pursuing, you know, trying to buy an NFL or an NBA team. And uh, when he didn't uh, get the Denver Broncos, he pretty much made his move when, with the, when the Sarver stuff was announced and and moved quickly and, and he got it. Um, This is a lot of uh, his net worth going into this deal and, so it's going to be really interesting. I don't think the Suns or the Mercury are really going to have to worry about falling off. I think that this is going to be a good move for the franchises. Oh, yeah. And Ishbia was a walk-on for Michigan State, mm-hmm. part of the Spartans' 2000 National Championship team, and has remained close with the Hall of Fame coach Tom Izzo and previously made a $32 million donation to the program. And, uh, quote, in his statement, he said, basketball is at the core of my life from my high school days as a player to the honor of playing for Coach Izzo and winning a national title at Michigan State University. 
So. Yeah. So I think he's the first really like former athlete to actually uh, make, you know, this kind of a move. Obviously there's been other athletes like John Elway uh, was a part of the Denver Broncos ownership group, but this is the first, you know, former athlete that we know of, if I'm not mistaken, that's like a majority owner of right. a franchise. So, you know, it's, it's not necessarily something that we're Michael not Jordan. ever going to see. I think, I think we're going to see this pop up more and more. I think, you know, at some point LeBron is going to, you know, pop up and be an owner just like Michael, Michael Jordan. Jordan has been, yeah. um, you know, so it, it's, it's just, I think just the beginning really Drew. LeBron will definitely be an owner. He'll probably be the one that, brings about that Vegas team when NBA adds him expansion mm-hmm. or something, or, or he yeah. owns Seattle when that, when that comes back. Yeah. One I, I think you're absolutely right. Also but, real quick, before we move on, I didn't know if you saw this, uh, the Knicks are going to be losing a second round pick for 2025. Oh yeah. But if that's all you get for tampering, Mavs need to get to work. <laughs> uh, and I was going to say, and it's, and it's help. not even that the Mavericks are going to get, that pick as a result of it, the Knicks just forfeit yeah. it. So, oh no, I'm just saying, Mavs need to get to tampering get to, if we're only going to lose. If, a little if it's only a slap pick. on the wrist, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But so I, I thought that was interesting. It really wasn't, you know, the punishment that I thought it was going to be because I mean, we we were talking about this back before the season even ended. That you know, it was heavily rumored, and and I I would imagine talks were beginning even before we even knew about it, uh, oh, that Jalen sure. Brunson could, could be going to New York in the off season. So, um, you know, it, it's, it is what it is. And I, I mean, I think you're right. If that's all that the punishment is going to be until they, they get more serious about trying to crack down on it, you know, you've got players like LeBron was openly talking about bringing in a, a superstar a few years ago. And, and then the Anthony Davis trade happened. And I mean, it just, you know, until there's more in place to kind of, you know, punish teams that, that do this, what's the what's the problem with doing it? Just making the, the playing field level and even. And now, it's time for With It or Quit It. Yeah. I got five questions from a man, BJ, here. Christmassy questions. As we're going to jump right into it. All yeah, right. Let's do it. Number one. You, BJ, you know, growing up as kids, we typically were so anxious for Christmas, we woke up super early, just had to wake up everybody. Mm-hmm. So you, BJ, I need to know, are you still an early riser on Christmas with it or quit it? No, quit it. Um, I normally, <sighs> you know, it's, it's been, it's funny because I used to be, uh, but ever since uh, probably when I was getting into late middle school, early high school years, it was my brothers who are all younger than me that would be the ones that would be up before I would be and, and waking me up and as well as, as my mom or, or my grandparents or anything like that on, on Christmas morning and wanting to get in there and, and tear into everything. So, yeah. you know, that is one benefit of being, you know, the oldest is that I, regardless of, you know, whether I want to or not, I'm pretty much guaranteed to get woken up. Uh, but ever since we all got to, you know, be this age and older and everything like that. It's not that we, you know, wake up earlier or anything like that. It's just kind of everybody wakes up when they wake up and, and then when everybody's up and ready and up and at them, we'll, we'll begin the Christmas gift exchange and whatnot. So. Number two, the Dallas Mavericks per usual, the last couple of years, at least. Well, once again, after Christmas, turn things around and play better to finish the season with it or quit it. I, I want to be with it. I'm, I'm going to say with it because I think this is just, I, I don't know. We were talking about this, you know, this is kind of the same funk that the Mavericks were in at the start of last year. Um, the roster's a little bit different and I just don't know if they're still trying to figure out how to work in Christian Wood and JaVale McGee or, or what really has been, you know, how much they, they miss that Jalen Brunson effect. And obviously THJ is not Jalen Brunson, but when you've got guys like Dodo and, and, and Hardaway and, and Luca out there, you know, you, you really got to just try to figure out what works best for everybody. And there is some time that goes into figuring all that out. And I'm, I'm hoping that this is kind of, you know, around the time that they get it figured out and go into the, you know, new year strong and, and, and get it really, you know, popping for trying to get back to where they were at the end of last year. So I'm going to say with it. 
There you go. Number three. BJU. Like snow just as much now as you did as when you were a kid. With it or quit it? You know, it's funny. I, I'm I'm going to say with it. My mom would hmm. absolutely disagree. She says she hates <laughs> it because she grew up with it and, and she's tired of it. But because I've never lived anywhere but here, it's it's still kind of one of those things that I get excited about just because it doesn't happen that often. Uh, it's it's terrible to try to drive in and, and everything like that. I certainly you know, was going back and forth and, and working during Snowmageddon. And so I, I've got, you know, my fill of that, but I still, still get excited and, and still enjoy it when it happens, as long as it doesn't uh, make things a living nightmare to try to get out and, 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 and go places if necessary. So that's the, what makes it worse is when it is icy and that's what I, yeah, hate. but I like the snow. So I'm going to say with it. There you go. Number four. We already dug into this a little bit earlier, mm-hmm. and I'm, I don't mean to dug in, dig into your memory banks, but <laughs> do or let's just let me back up. You BJ have a favorite Christmas tradition, with it or quit it. Well, I mean, it depends on what you kind of consider tra- tradition. Um, I, I'm so trying like, to. Whether it's family or like a you know a standard Christmas, I I think that you know it, it's kind of just been the past few years. My favorite tradition well, is is just giving the gifts and seeing the the faces when they get to open the gift. Okay, well, I mean, it could also count for like when your grandparents were here, so like ten years ago mm-hmm. or something, like whatever y'all's favorite one was. Yeah, 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 and and, and like I said, you know, we're 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 trying to. But that works you know, too. Yeah, we're we're trying to, uh, you know, we got some of the, the old recipes out and everything like that. Uh, and we're going to try to make it feel kind of like a, a throwback with, with some of the things that we haven't had in a while. So I will say with it, because let's let's see how it goes uh, for, for some of the, the things. But, um, you know, I'm, I'm not really, you know, particular if, if we don't do something one year, it's it's not terrible that we we go without it. I just you know, want to be basically my, my favorite tradition is a lot, as long as I'm with, you know, family and or friends or whatnot around this time of year. There you go. Love to hear that. Yeah. And last but not least, BJ number five. And boy, I hope you're with it on this one. <laughs> you want to wish all of our listeners a Merry Christmas. Oh, I'm with absolutely with it. With I'm it. absolutely with I'm it. I'm with it too. Yeah, this is this is the, you know, obviously without, you know, trying to bring down the mood too much. I know there are people that that do struggle this time of year and so I do want to, you know, say it's not, you know, a uh, it's not something that, you know, if you're feeling bad, there are people out there that care about you and and they do want to, you know, want you to be happy and and want to, you know, be able to 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 tell you that they care about you. So, you know, that's something to keep in mind as well this year, but I do want to wish everyone, uh, all of our listeners, a wonderful holiday season, a Merry Christmas, and I'm absolutely with it, Drew. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Chrysler. Merry Christmas. Merry Chrysler. Happy Honda days, man. <laughs> <laughs> yes, oh, indeed. man. And that is with it or quit it. Yeah. Christmas edition. Yeah. I love and that. I almost, that was awesome. I had something in there, but I went back to my notes. Thank goodness I keep this book from some old episodes. Mm-hmm. I did ask a question uh, about this last year, so I had to mark it out and do okay. something else. It was about eggnog, so I couldn't, do, <laughs> I couldn't run that back. So I feel that's you. why you keep the booklet. <laughs> Just so you don't re-ask the same with it. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that is the episode Make sure you get bundled up and go get that T Public Fanatics merch. You know, we said it earlier. I just want to mention it again because it is really cold right now. We mentioned how cold it is earlier. It's dropping even lower. 11 11 for me. Oh, my goodness. So it's brutal. So get get bundled up in your lowdown merch. We got really thick hoodies out there to help you guys out. You can also get long sleeve shirts or crew necks as well. So that's all available and on sale. You won't get it in time for Christmas, but you can get it in time to start the new year for sure, ladies and gentlemen. So go ahead and get that merch uh, and plenty of things out there as well. So appreciate everybody for listening. Uh, Follow us on socials as always. We got 
TikTok, Twitch, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, all at the underscore lowdown. That's CHA underscore lowdown on all those platforms. We will and, see you guys next week. Well, and don't forget to shop with Fanatics, Drew. There is a clearance sale going on. $24 or more that you spend, you get up to 75 or up to 70% off, I should say, and free U.S. shipping on orders over $24, 24 ship at Fanatics. Better hurry. I don't think you're going to be able to get anything in time for Christmas if you order now. I think the cutoff was earlier this week, may have been yesterday, but you are still able to get some, uh, you know, gifts that will be the start of the year. There's a lot of Bowl teams going on, college football, NFL playoff teams. I think the Cowboys just clinched the playoff spot. They got an opportunity, a huge game with the Eagles coming up this weekend. Trying to win the division yet again. May not be able to, but maybe they'll get some uh, NFC Championship gear this year. Maybe. Probably not, though. (laughs) And we'll catch you next time on The Lowdown. Peace. Merry Christmas.